0: Now it's gone forever. We're never going to get that one back. That's for dang sure. Yeah, we don't need it. No, we didn't need that introduction. We've
1: got better things to talk about. We're, We're winging it. We're not winging it. We have a plan i guess we have a new revised plan it's gonna work britain it's gonna work
0: i don't know why we just don't stick to the normal plan but no we have to throw things up we gotta mix it up we gotta britain, change things end, like just without any notice it gives me anxiety people when people just change new. up the plans people right want at the new minute stuff. like i can't do that I they can't don't want simple plan that's Logan, why they're not Logan? popular you anymore think of anyone else but yourself
1: simple plan's not popular anymore
0: If you're looking for news that's more on the nerdy side, then join me, Britton Roselle. And me, Logan Lilly, for the It Won't Turn Off podcast on EdinburghNow.com. with new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.
1: We cover and discuss the most important games, movies, TV, and
0: comic news, as well as some unique stories you won't hear anywhere else. So tune in to a podcast that's so good, it won't turn off. Streaming only on EdinburghNow.com. Support for WFSC is provided in part by John's Wildwood Pizzeria, open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads,
1: and more. Information is at 814-734-7355
0: or on the web at johnswildwoodpizza.com.
1: Talk back. Don't be talking back to me, Google.
0: Hey, guys. Welcome. That ain't your
1: job? Google, your job is to listen to me. Don't be talking back. <laughs> I don't even know what Google Talk Back is, but I'm I, updating I, my phone. I file. don't
0: know either. But anyway, hi. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 57?
1: Y- yes. 57. Yes. 57. Yeah, 57. Yes. We should have probably bur- burst through the 60 threshold this season, but. We lost, Um, like, four
0: episodes from, like, the past two weeks. Yeah,
1: schoolwork. Moral of the story, if we just were out on our own, if we were out in the plains of the Internet, the wild, wild west of the Internet, just Britt and I blazing a trail with this podcast, we'd have more episodes for you. But unfortunately, to stick with the plains analogy, we've run into a lot of issues. You know, our wagon wheels have been broken. That's classwork. Um, the oxen got sick. That's just probably still class. All of it's gonna be classwork. But okay, we're we're on an Oregon Trail with this podcast, and and we've come into a lot of trouble. Nobody's died of dysentery yet.
0: Yeah. It's always in the cards, though. You never know when that's gonna yeah. Happen. No, like the it's
1: in the history of Oregon Trail that always is waiting in the wings. It's waiting for its moment. It's like, oh, you're finally made it to. Wyoming, well, guess what? You Britain, shouldn't have eaten those Britain berries. Britain has dysentery. Bye-bye, Britain. You didn't get to go to Oregon and get Starbucks fresh, which is still Washington. That's still the state of Washington because Seattle is in Washington, and that's where Starbucks started. Maybe yeah. we went to Oregon to get to Washington. Like Maybe we went there, and then we're going
0: to go up. Yeah, I mean.
1: Washington's at the top, right? Yeah, it's yeah. on top. Gotcha. Yeah. Why didn't they go to the Washington? Why wasn't it, why wasn't it the Washington Trail? Because you're trying to go to Oregon. Yeah, but what if, what if that's not my final destination? What if I'm hoping to well, look, settle on Nice? Look,
0: you can make your own like settlement in Portland. ...story. you can you can you know create your own head cannons based I want, off the Oregon Trail. I want, as much as you want. I it's want, just there's no actual traditional story in it, so you got to fill in the blanks. I if want your goal DLC, is to get,
1: where we're just trying to make it to the original Starbucks joint. Fine,
0: but you might have to modernize it
1: a bit. All right, we're gonna need. I'm gonna need a copy of Oregon Trail. Okay, it's and I'm free. Gonna, okay,
0: and I'm gonna need people that can mod. Okay. Well, considering no. that the original Oregon Trail is really, really simple code, it wouldn't be that hard to figure I'm out. I'm not a coder, Britton. Okay,
1: I'm not a coder. Hey, I
0: was a computer scientist for a semester.
1: We'll I figure it. out. It. We'll make the it won't turn off. Journey to the OG Starbucks thing. It's basically Oregon Trail. But you're going to Seattle. It's going to be stupid, but we're going to sell it. Yeah, we'll change it up. Like, maybe maybe instead of hunting, they're
0: alien gorillas. Once you get to the end, you get a free coupon for one of our shirts.
1: Ooh. We just make... Yeah, we'll up the difficulty level to, like, over 9,000. You didn't have to do that. I didn't have to, but I wanted to. Yeah, well... And we'll do that. And then... Once people get to the end, they get a coupon for a shirt.
0: Okay. Free? I don't
1: yeah. know. Can we do that? Can we make the site give it just a free shirt?
0: Yeah. No.
1: No. Okay. We'll we find. Can figure it. it out. We'll figure something out. Maybe we'll buy a shirt, and then maybe you'll get one. Um. Anyway, so despite <laughs> original plans, I forced Britain to mix it up. I said no. We're not reading our docket. We're, we're blazing a trail.
0: Yeah, and now I'm just uncomfortable and scared we're, and I'm all over the we're place. On the we're on the road to El Dorado, El Dorado. On the trail that we blaze. On the trail that we blaze, yes. Ooh, I'll also, I'll we're going to start I'll
1: a GoFundMe right face. now so Britt and I can be in a live action version of that. El Dorado? Yeah, El Dorado. I'm Tulio. You see the blonde one? I, I pictured remember. you as the blonde one. Oh. I didn't. You know, you have blonde highlights. I don't have any blondness to me. Yeah, that's true. So
0: I picked you as a blonde one. But woman. I think, personality wise, you're more Tulio than I am.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but what we're going to do is we're going to hit a little news. We're going to go in depth of what we think on this. We have a mini announcement, kind of. A mini announcement? It's something we're both excited about. Despite mm. Britain yawning currently, we're both very excited about it. It's
0: about that it. time of the day, okay? It's 1:41 p.m. I know
1: that's the yawning time. I guess it's it. a prime yawning hour. It's the it's the yawn times. Um, and then uh, we're going to discuss a little something. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. are. And it's just going to be free, and we'll see how it goes. So we'll break after our news, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll uh, get some discussion going in there.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll
1: see how it goes. Okay. Hey, you got to try things out. If it doesn't work, you know what? I'm sure there's plenty of our episodes that didn't work, but they still exist. That's not true. That's true. All of them have been gold. That's That's not. That's true. our El Dorado. Our episodes are our El Dorado. We just yeah. need Elton John to sing about them.
0: Yeah. I'm sure we could arrange that. I
1: want him to sing just the last train to Jakku.
0: Once we get Tay on the podcast. I'm oh, sure yeah, he, I'm and Tay Zonday.
1: Tay Zonday follows both of us on Twitter now. Yeah. Also, I got to say it, Britain, I have to because it changed my life. Ladies and gentlemen, last night, Mark Hamill himself, his official Twitter page, or at least somebody that runs his Twitter, liked one of my tweets. I almost cried, and it changed my life forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hello? What is this? Why? Why are you doing this? Look, it's Kim and Natalie, the intern. <laughs> hey. Natalie, just the intern, and Kim have just jumped in. <laughs> Everything off of this podcast. We've been. We're ruining it. We've been hijacked. They've ruined it. What do you want? All of it's done.
1: Sad so dudes. We're canceling. Hello, I am Natalie, the intern. I am Kim, th- You don't have Kim to get Kim back close to the mic. Like, we
0: can hear you. The, the, They're pretty the strong mics, yeah. <laughs> did you like come in here? Did you want to just be on the episode? Like no, what? We just came in to ruin it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, well it's good it's, to know. We single-handedly ruin every episode ourselves. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you also have one? Did you? No, did... no I was just snapchatting it. Oh. oh.
0: Okay. Okay. Good to know. Great. We, I'm glad well, that we have such a strong team, my management team, yeah, behind this podcast. The dream team. <laughs>
1: we support right you in your endeavors. <laughs> Kim supports us in our endeavors. Uh, but for right now, I need chicken nuggets, so I'm going to peace out. All right. Okay. Well, k- good luck we with your chicken nuggets, nuggets him, yeah. Kim. We are, but you better
2: hurry. Because I need Next chicken up, nuggets. On it won't turn
0: off lunch plans with <laughs> lunch, the fam. L- <laughs> fam lunch plans. <laughs> That's what the people want.
1: All right. There you go. Well, thank you. Shade brigade out. Also, once again, please send us your mail. (laughs) (laughs) That happened. Please shut the door on your way out. Thank you. Okay. So, what? (laughs) All right. Sorry. Once again, we need to find a lock for this door. That should be a rule. (sighs) Yeah. Britain, you have some uh, control over that, probably now. What? Lock, getting a lock on the
0: door. Oh, we could get a lock on the door. Yeah, I mean there is one. It's just at the top, and probably. Oh yeah, and, and they don't line up well. great. No, no. But yeah, we could get, uh, invest in new padlocks. Yeah. Um A cage on the, on the mirror. Mm-hmm. I mean on the. And window then we can part. get the sign that says Bubboy Cave." Yeah, the Bubboy Cave. And then um, we can. I
1: think we should just claim this area for us. Oh well, yeah. Like, and will end um, the
0: other podcast, obviously.
1: Yeah. 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 But other people can use the one upstairs. Um, <laughs> but anyway, this one's ours. Thanks, Kim and Natalie, for that riveting, riveting moment we had. I don't even remember where we were. I was making. We were about to talk
0: reference. about the um, news stories that you insisted we talk about today.
1: Oh, I was talking about Mark Hamill following me on Twitter. Yeah, as well. not following me. God, I would die. Please, Mark Hamill, if somehow you found this after my tweet, please follow me on Twitter.
0: Um, but he liked. He liked my tweet and I cried. Because there was that video that was really good. It was but, so amazing. Yeah. It was like it was, you, you know how like everyone's like flipping their lids about lemonade? Yeah. The new Beyonce album slash visual yeah, movie experience. This is my lemonade. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: This is my lemonade. Heck yes. It's Luke and Ray at the very end of Force Awakens. Spoilers. No, no. No. <laughs> if you haven't seen it now, it's out on DVD and Blu-ray. It's done with theaters. If you haven't seen it now, you're never seeing it. That's not true. Okay, well, maybe you'll see it far down the line, but it, you know, at this point, you shouldn't care about spoilers. Um, anyway, and instead of handing him a lightsaber, she holds a microphone up to him. Yeah. And then they what changed- What appears
0: to be, by the way, one of the IMT Pain microphones that you oh, can yeah. get from novelty stores, which yeah. I own. You do? I have one. I'm proud of yeah. you. Yeah. Um,
1: and then somebody edited, so his mouth moves, and- He's, it's grotesque, so it's like look protest. away. But you kind of hate to look at it. Yeah, it's bad to look at. But then Luke is singing all by Myself which is by
0: Celine Dion, one of the best songs ever written by. But it's Celine Dion. Human. It's not yeah.
1: like Mark Hamill singing. It's which, I Dion mean, that singing. would be equally
0: as. good. That would equally be as good. And then Mark Hamill could do it when it hits
1: the crescendo mm-hmm. of the song, as every Celine Dion song comes to a crescendo. Yeah. We're also going to be a Celine Dion cast after this. Um. The planet blows up, and then the other planets blow up in the that do in the movie, and it's just a beautiful experience. I saw God that day after
0: watching it. Where did you happen to be in a Chili's? (laughs) I was in a Chili's. (laughs) I was in. I feel God in this Chili's. I was in one of
1: the last Big Boy restaurants in America. (laughs) Big Boy himself took off his head, and he was like, "Hi, I am the Almighty." And I was like, "Oh!" And then, is that Mark Hamill under there? Because it was Mark
0: Hamill. And then he favored him. And then he, liked, and then he liked, liked your tweet. Yeah, it was. You got you got a heart from Mark Hamill.
1: Mark Hamill gave me his heart, and I gave him my soul. I gave him my everything. A fair trade. Yeah, no, it's worth it. I immediately tweeted afterwards, saying, you know, shamelessly saying, if Paul McCartney would like my tweet next, then I could die. Like I would just. I would go Return of the Jedi Yoda style. Mm-hmm. I would just get into bed and be like, "There's another sky," and then I'd just be out. I'd be, I'd disappear, become one with the Force. That's how I die.
0: So and maybe it's I a good thing. would feel the disturbance. You would and wake up in a cold sweat. I was awake, but yeah.
1: And then I would shimmery Force ghost guide you th- through the rest of your journey. Am I your Obi-Wan now?
0: Yeah, I guess. I have if a beard. That's the, if that's the... I could
1: put the hood up if we want to pull this whole thing.
0: If that's the lore that we're working with now, sure.
1: Well, I'm sure when we inevitably, inevitably do a It Won't Turn Off parody of Star Wars, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But I also want to be Chewbacca. You can't be both. But I will not make the Wookiee sound like I could. Mm-hmm. But I... I'd much rather we just have a ridiculous sound clip in instead. Okay. Like a goat. Okay. Like a
0: screaming goat. You're right. It's actually bleeding. A bleeding goat. Bleeding. Yeah.
1: Or bleeding. It could be bleeding too. A
0: bleeding, bleeding goat.
1: Yeah. So anyway, news. <laughs> what an new, what a journey this has been. See, this is what happens I feel like when we've we been blaze, for
0: hours. When we blaze our own I trail, you were just gonna say this is what happens when we blaze, <laughs> well, and then end there. <laughs> No, that—that that was the
1: canceled. Amber's 420 the color of my episode. energy. That was our our canceled it 420 episode.
0: Um, that was gonna be a, that was gonna be a hoot. It was
1: gonna be a hoot. Do I still not have space for these? No, you don't. Updates. What is this? You gotta check
0: your butt for more space.
1: I got some. I got Snapchat, which was really all I wanted. Right. Gosh, Samson, come on, man. I guess I'll just have to delete every photo I've ever taken.
0: Well, exactly. That's what I said. All right, but... um, You have you have more than you need of Amelia at the embarrassing Christmas party.
1: That's true. Um, Britton, do you want to lay down possibly one of the greatest 90 news we've had this week? So the only, I think, 90s-related news we've had this week.
0: <clears throat> well... <sighs> Come on and jam and yes. welcome to the slam. Yes. You're doing it. Space Jam 2. We finally got news on it. It's finally happening. It's a real thing? It's a real thing. It's like it's all I ever needed really. You're all Space I ever Space Jam is like the pinnacle of 90s culture really mm-hmm. when you look back on it. So it's like, well that and like Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. But like you look at it and it's just like, wow, how did this ever happen and why is it so popular? Yeah. Like you don't really know, but that's a it's, that's a pretty good movie and it is. it's important. And it makes you feel things. Now there's a sequel happening. Um, I don't know anything other than that because I think you know more than I do about the, the people involved. But.
1: Um, so LeBron James is going to be what I assume is going to be basically new, new Coke. Yeah. Who's going to be new Coke, a.k.a. new Michael Jordan. Um, Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors, a.k.a. San Francisco, um, is supposedly going to be in it. I think there was talk of Kevin Durant also being in it. So it's just going to be a joy to be had by all.
0: Oh, yeah, obviously. Um, I hope, if nothing else, that Space Jam 2... We'll have the theme song um, of the first one, obviously, oh, yeah. but just remixed for of a course. modern audience. So the Space Jam theme, but like done with the artistic stylings of like Zed or Mattyon. Right. Right. Featuring guest vocals by Kimbra and Lady Gaga and also Kesha.
1: You're saying everything that the people want.
0: And then it's produced and performed live by Daft Punk.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I want. Um, Also, it was announced the director is going to be, I forgot his name. Last name is Lin. Did Fast 6, I think. Fast 6, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be the director. Um, All in all, going to be a magical experience. I think it's James Lin. James Lynn, yeah.
0: Because I, I thought it was James Wan. I'm like, what? James Wan would be an amazing... But it wasn't. So, yeah, there's that. Religious um, experience. Get excited for Space Jam. Yeah. Um. So, come on and jam. Expect more remixes of that theme song whenever it's released with every song known to man. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Sometimes it fits really well. Yeah. And then other times it's like the worst. What are some of your favorite... um? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, where are we going? Now? Uh, crossovers between the Space Sham theme song and Another Property. Ooh, that's a good question. Because there's some good ones. Do you have a favorite right off the yeah, top of your head? Yeah. Okay. The you one, can. it's uh, The one that's a Space Sham theme mixed with You a Shock, the opening from um, the Fist of the North Star. Okay. It's really, really good. Um.
1: There was one we listened to just last week, and I can't think of what it was, but it was... I remember at the time, just being like, this is solid. This is what I needed.
0: Was it Kanye West's Runaway? I mean, maybe. I'll just say yes. It was. It probably was not, because that is a slower song. But, all right. Okay.
1: I don't have one off the top of my head, but they're they're beautiful.
0: Yeah. So, there's that. They're beautiful. Um in other news, um, Call of Duty happened. Yeah, and
1: in, in sad. No, I don't know if I want to say sad, but just boring news.
0: <laughs> Not boring. Okay. In boring, soulless, completely. And Britton and I are just news. gonna rag
1: on this news. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, go ahead, Britton.
0: Oh, okay. Introduce it to the people. Um, I'm still trying to find space <laughs> so I can just get an update for like four apps. So, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare has been officially announced. Call Um, of Duty,
1: we've run out of creative ideas.
0: Call of Duty, we don't really know what we're doing. We also don't know why the Modern Warfare series and the Black Ops series are split when we keep making them take place in the same time periods. It's kind of confusing, don't you think? But it doesn't really matter because no one plays them for the story because who cares about the story?
1: It's Halo now.
0: No, it's more Killzone than anything, but yes, there's yeah. obvious Halo references, obvious Killzone references, especially with the just outfit of what appears to be the enemy forces. Like it's almost the same as yeah. ones found in early Killzone games, so that's fun. The one
1: ship that appears at one point in the trailer, of was like, so it's the Covenant. They're fighting the yeah. Covenant now, but it's not. Yeah, Are there even just, aliens in it.
0: I don't think so. It's just it's like probably a, just other. It's just like probably just the story from Gundam, in which there were humans who went to the mars and then the humans on mars think they're better than the humans on earth and then they fight gotcha it's probably like that's that that's probably
1: what it is but now they're battling in space yeah and at a moment in the trailer where it's like oh we're in this fighter jet and we're flying up whoa oh we're in space halo
0: Reach did that 8 years ago with the saber mission remember yeah. when they showed oh, that yeah. off at E3 yeah i yeah. do obviously infinity no ward does too cuz yeah. they just ripped it from that like like stop just the most exciting thing about it is that it comes with Modern Warfare.
1: Yeah, the cool thing about the announcement that was yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. gosh, that feels like longer ago. Yeah. Um, was that they're remaking? Well, they're n- not remaking. They're
0: really just remastering. Remastering, thank you.
1: Um, modern
0: Warfare, the first, first one. one, which is a solid game with twelve multiplayer maps.
1: Yeah, which is just a solid game. You know, it's great and yeah. it looks great. Yeah. It does. It I looks mean, it looked great in it. Um but as far as infinity war
0: goes Infinity Infinite Warfare. Infinite Warfare. Not
1: if it was Infinity War, aka the one where Galactus gets the infinity gauntlet and destroys half of life in the universe and the heroes have to band it together to destroy him, i before that game. Why would it be Call of Duty? I don't know. But Infinity Warfare
0: Yeah. Infinite Warfare. I don't care. Okay. I don't care anymore.
1: Call yeah. of Duty, I'm going to call it Call of Duty, now it's Halo. Call um, of
0: Duty, War Never Changes. Call call, call call, of Duty, Guardians. Call of Duty, I actively muted the trailer once when that covered cover for Space yeah. Odyssey. You don't get to do that.
1: Yeah, It not only was it Space Odyssey,
0: it was like... The worst butt rock cover of Space Odyssey. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was like nine like crap. It sounded like Nirvana covering grudge. Space
0: Oddity, but like not Kurt Cobain. Yeah,
1: it was like the world's okayest Nirvana cover band. Bert Bobain. Bert I'm Burt Bobain. Um anyway. Uh this is my girlfriend Courtney Haight.
0: Um and <laughs> She's a lovely woman. And she had him killed.
1: What? No. <laughs> um Yeah. Just decided to cover it. And it was so I'm assuming there are people out there that are excited for it because there's always people out there that are excited for trash. Um <laughs>
0: That's a t shirt right there. There you go. Yeah, there's all, we did yeah, it. I did
1: it. I found my phrase. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Coming to the Wall Turn Off shop near you. But uh <laughs> wow, that's actually a great one. Uh, please write that down.
0: Um, yeah, this is us just coming up with our merchandise as we go. Just don't mind it. That's how we talk. Okay, good. Um,
1: like the, I'm sure it'll be f- f- fun in part, because, like, that's kind of, kind of how Call of Duty is. Like, at the end of the day, especially the modern Call of Duties, not the modern Warfare, but like all the ones that now are gone into the future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're all the same game.
0: Well, they're all in the future now. Yeah. So like. like- Black Ops Two, Black Ops Black Two is Ops in the future. Black Ops Three had future sections. Advanced warfare, warfare had future sections. Like Modern Warfare Three. I well, think yeah, was... Modern Warfare Three was
1: a future war too because it was supposed to. Because it like, was the China one. Yeah, and they implied like a
0: World War Three scenario. So, but they all
1: end up being the same game.
0: Yeah. And, and I know what you can say. Like, well, Call of Duty's gameplay hasn't changed since Modern Warfare. So. No, it hasn't.
1: But, you know, I guess there is the argument, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the difference is, too, you know, people would argue, like, oh, well, Halo's done the same thing since the beginning.
0: No, they've tried to change it. it hasn't they have been tried for, it to hasn't it. hasn't been for the best. Right. But they have at least attempted Well, the difference new. is,
1: too, is each Halo game is a segment of an overarching story.
0: Yeah. Call of Duty. A f- really, well... A really like contrived and yeah, it's kind of confusing stra- at convoluted. this point. Yeah.
1: When they introduced the, um... I can't think of his name. the forerunners,
0: the Didact. The forerunners, the Didact, Yeah. yeah. If they you don't, really... if, if you don't read the forerunner books, like you're lost. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had to have my roommate explain that entire thing to me because I'm like, who the heck is this? Oh, guy? I read Who's... those
0: books. I'm like, I don't understand. Who's the librarian? Who? What is oh. this? Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um.
1: They at least have a... St- like, there's a reason for each, because it's continuing the story. Yeah. These, it's... Each one's an individual story that does the same thing. Literally the same thing. Every single time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, sometimes there's, like, little tiny continuations, because it's like, hey, there's the guy from that one game. I hope he's dead now. Oh, he bye <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> but then, like, in intermixed with that, you have Infinity Ward and Treyarch battling back and forth with Call of Duty's each year so you're like wait am i in the future where like there's robots everywhere and it's covert or am i in the one where like i don't know we've become like one world government or something
0: like yeah there's like the deus ex inspired one and then there's the halo inspired one now yeah So so it's
1: it's confusing and it's just it's kind of like assassin's creed like it needs to take a step back and say like right. let's not pump out a game every single year. I know you have two different studios doing it so that's yeah. why it is that way.
0: So it actually like they spend 2 years making each one. It's just they come out year at a time.
1: Yeah, but they so. need to they need to just kind of take a step back and say you know, let's do something else. You know, and I don't know whether that's more
0: go back to World War 2.
1: I well yeah, I there Bring was there's a ton of World War 2 games but I loved it. I love like that was for me like World at War while it wasn't the best Call of Duty, I I loved it. Yeah. You know like I like the World War 2 era. You know, you can cuz to me it was fun and it's like oh crap, this is the Battle of the Bulge.
0: World at War was, like, the only one that I played for any, like, reasonable time, like, yeah.
1: online. And that introduced in zombies, which is cool. And they did say zombies are coming back, of course, for Great. for this. Now they'll be in space. Zombies in space. Like, legitimately. Why not just do aliens? They might as well. Uh, oh, I'm sure there'll be some kind of... I mean, with all these supernatural elements yeah. that are in um, Black Ops 3, I'm sure there'll be, like, aliens or some Easter egg and that. Um... But it's – I would like to see them go back to, like, here's the historical part of our franchise. Like, I'd like to see World War II or even, you know, expanded Vietnam because you did have bits of that in Black, Black Ops. Black Ops, yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. is not the everything The War in, of 1812. Okay, maybe not that far back. But, like, <laughs> everything in Vietnam wasn't covert. You know, there was a lot of, yeah. conver- you know, Black Ops going on, but – they don't have, at least to my knowledge, a Call of Duty game that looks at, like, okay, here's the Tet Offensive, or here's, you know, like, mm-hmm. things that actually happened in Vietnam. or You could even rope it into the Korean War as well. Oh, no,
0: because the first three Call of Duties were all World War Two. Yeah. And then four was Modern Warfare, which was like, oh, my gosh, hey, wow.
1: Yeah, that wow. one was, yeah. But, you know, there are other wars we can look at more. Yeah. You know, and... I think Vietnam would be... I mean, you could even do it... You could add something that Call of Duty's never done. Well, I guess they have kind of did with Black Ops 3, but character customization. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have it being like, okay, there's a draft instated, you know, like, have the game start out, you make your own character, you get drafted into Vietnam, the game starts. Like, that would be a good Call of Duty
0: game for me. But no, they need a stupid story.
1: But no, and my problem is, too, is all the characters in them I would like Vietnam too because that's when you had you had kids, you know what I mean, like students going to you know my disconnect to the Call of Duty franchise is that every single character in it has to be this uber macho like yeah. superman of like I'll just shoot people. Like that's that's not that's not that's not real. You know like I'm sure those people exist and I'm sure you know there's quite a few people in war scenarios that are like that but at the same time, there are just the average people too that are yeah. in war.
0: Well, I think that would be a more interesting story, but I don't think Call of Duty would do that. Oh no, that's they not won't. Their target, target audience. No, they won't. Their target audience is the uber macho person with a snapback hat right. and a ripped and, tank top. And as I'm saying,
1: that's why that's why I'm disconnected from this right. franchise is because it's not
0: thoughtful in yeah. any way, shape, or form. And to it's me, not commentary.
1: It's not. It's not commentary, and it's not. There's not, uh, there's no connection. Yeah. To, to you know, the person itself
0: because. Have you played um Spec Ops: The Line? No. Okay. I don't think because I... I would suggest playing that if okay. if you're looking for a modern, a Call of Duty styled game that's thoughtful and actually mm-hmm. has a story worth playing right. for. Like that's one of the strongest stories in a shooter, like right. hands down. Um, because sorry no god go cuz you like you deal with a character that's put in this situation in Dubai and mm-hmm. like you as the player are just playing the game as you would a normal shooter but the character is you know struggling with having to actually deal with the choices that need to be made in this mm-hmm. war scenario mm-hmm. and um it's just it's it's really interesting and it's yeah. it's a good example of war games don't just have to be I'm gonna shoot this thing, and here's right. an explosion. Well, exactly, and then here's I another think explosion.
1: The problem with Call of Duty as a franchise too is it's I think with World at War, why I liked it is there were moments in that game where they stopped and were like, "This is the horrors of war." Yeah. This is this is what war, you know, but from that they've gone from that. It's just yeah. we've it's, got to blow no up this oil rig. We a got Michael to blow Bay this, movie. Yeah, it's become a, a Michael, Bay Michael, Michael, Michael Bay movie. Bay movie. Um, one hundred percent, and I think that's what they're missing is. While the games can be fun and, you know, the multiplayer, you shouldn't be like, war, you know, war's bad. The multiplayer is not a time to do that. You know, that's just, that's when you go out and you just, you know, whatever, you're playing Team Deathmatch, whatever, who cares. But, like, in the story mode itself, I want to see that. I want to see the, like, war's bad. Like, war's not fun. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be fun. You know, I'm not, I'm sure, you know, whatever, there are reasons why they portray it this way, but that's why I think I think if they would do a Vietnam-based game with customization that you, you know, like you can even pick your background. Maybe you're from a military family, maybe you're part of the um, you know, anti-war movement, but you got drafted Mass anyway. Mass Effect
0: Vietnam. Yeah,
1: more or less. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it wouldn't be Mass Effect level, you know, it right. wouldn't affect anything, but you can at least have that connect of like oh, my character is me, just in, you know, that era. Plus, it would be interesting to see a Call of Duty game in a war that we lose. Yeah. You know, I mean, we we didn't win Vietnam. You know, Korea's technically still going on. We're at a ceasefire. Mm-hmm. So that would be, you know, that era of war, I think, that would bring me back into the franchise. What they're doing now isn't. What they're doing now is just rehashed Halo, rehashed... Um, Killzone, Killzone, even you know
0: Starhawk,
1: Starhawk, <laughs> Warhawk, you know whatever. It, that's what it is, and it, it's faction. tough for me. It's a little tough for me because in high school I play, as I said, I played a lot of World at War, and then again also I played a lot of Halo Four. I mean three. I was in college and four came out. Um. But like I played a lot of it, so I liked Call of Duty. Yeah, and I played a lot of. Uh, Modern Warfare too, So I... Call of Duty used to... And Black Ops. I really liked Black Ops. Like, I enjoyed that franchise. But why I don't now is because they've taken more or less the soul out of it, if that makes
0: any sense. Right. No, that doesn't make sense, and that's what it is. That's it's, what they've done. Like, it's
1: not storytelling anymore.
0: No. they Well, they tell a story, but it's the same story over and over again. Yeah, just, and, and the campaign isn't, like... That is not by far the highlight of the game. No, they make the games for multiplayer. They do the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions of Black Ops 3 didn't even have a campaign. Right, it was just the multiplayer. Right, so it's just like people aren't buying it for the storytelling. So they don't invest any time really into the story, right? And with that, they're not going to be attracting any new people. They're just going to be attracting the people who already play Call of Duty games, which is a huge number of people. Like, oh, don't yeah. get me wrong, but there's people who are you know jaded with it, much like Assassin's Creed, which you had mentioned earlier, right? Which I mean, I'm glad that they're taking a step back to t- kind of reassess that stuff because yeah. I think a lot of series should do that. Like Battlefield Five is being announced like well, in I even three think days
1: for as soulless as EA is really yeah. at yeah. times all the time. Um, I I would put Battlefield Battlefield is more thoughtful of a game than yeah. the Call of Duty games. Yeah, you know they you know are they kind of ridiculous? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. But like I feel like it's actually thinking about war than as you said the Michael Bay approach of just like here's explosions hoorah America go yeah Mm -hmm. which like you know I'm patriotic but like I don't know I would like to see a game that involves thought yeah (laughs) and Call of Duty
0: play the line if you haven't played the line
1: yeah yeah I'll look at it for sure
0: and the last bit we had um was Persona 5 live stream happening in two days
1: what what oh go ahead (laughs) okay um is yesterday they released the first set photos. Well I don't know if they released but at least they leaked or something. Um from Netflix's Iron Fist. Um that yeah, I already said Netflix. Um the show that will be next year, I
0: think. After Luke Cage, yeah.
1: After Luke Cage. Um So to what they didn't sh- the only thing they really showed was um Danny I can't remember his last name now. Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yes. No. The character of Iron Fist, you know, not in costume. Yeah. And uh, the actor's name that's escaping me at this moment. Um. But anyway, they showed. It's Finn Jones. Say that again. Finn Jones. Finn Jones in character. And for the most part, all it is is him just kind of doing what looks like mid uh, martial arts moves. Yeah, it looks fine. My only thing is, I, I, once I don't know too much about Iron Fist. I've always liked Iron Fist, but I've never really read much into his backstory. Like I understand that he trained and is able to harness the Iron Fist, and you know works with Luke Cage a lot. Yeah, for hire. That's pretty much all I know. So I don't know, but like the images themselves. Apparently, the story of the Netflix show picks up after he's been gone for four years. So he's been gone for four years, returns to New York City after having apparently been trained in the martial arts and whatever. In In a uh, magical city. In a magical city. um, And honed the Iron Fist. And in the images you see, he looks
0: homeless. He does. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been traveling. Yeah,
1: so he's got a big bushy beard. He's shoeless from, like, all (laughs) the pictures. In some he has socks, in other ones he's just barefoot. Yeah. His clothes are very dingy looking. So, um it's an interesting thing. So I'm curious if in the show like is he going to be homeless? No, I don't know. <laughs> do you think, think it's just like this it. is how he looked when that's he just returned? How he
0: dresses. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm hoping they kind of don't do the same thing that the first season of Daredevil did and wait you know to the very end to show the costume we all know. Yeah. Like, if he fights most of his crime looking like that, I'll be a little disappointed. <laughs> you know,
0: I want to see the no, iconic I mean, it's a it's a luck. functional kung fu outfit, so.
1: And the question is, because you kind of see some of his bare chest, is the outfit going to adorn the symbol, or do you think he'll get the tattoo? Because those are, like, kind of two different versions of yeah. Iron Fist. The dragon tattoo, if you will. The kung fu master with the dragon tattoo. Who knows? But it looked interesting. Yeah. For sure. So we'll keep an eye out for that. All right. Um, The last bit of things before we take our break. This has been a long-winded first part. We went into more Call of Duty analysis than I thought we would. Oh. No, I was ready. You were expecting that much? Yeah. Okay. Um, is So Britton and I discussed this idea that we want to do, I think, starting over the summer. Okay. Is that what you're thinking as well? That's fine. Yeah. We'll have to figure out some logistics things because we'll be on opposite sides of the state this summer. But it, I'm sure unless we can just Skype. Unless we get the internship at Polygon. Unless we get the internship at Polygon. Um, and the idea is what we want to do is Britton and I, in our usual, you know, mystery science theater type style, yeah, um, are going to pick a series. And definitely we'd want listener interaction as well. You know, your suggestions on our Facebook page or whatever for different shows you want us to do. But we'll pick a show. So let's just say. Let's just say the first. Uh, the original series of Star Trek. For okay. Example. We'll just pick that. Um, and what we do is we would look online. You know, we'd look on several different sources to see what's generally considered the best episode of that series and then the worst episode of that series. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is. We'll watch it, and depending on the length. So I'm thinking, you know, original series, Star Trek, were usually an hour episode, so we'd probably break those into two parts, one being the best episode, one being the worst. But if it's something shorter, like, say...
0: Well, we could make it long and just yeah. have the timestamps of when it are watching. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We'll figure that logistics out. But anyway, we'll watch each, and then after, you know, we'll do our commentary while we watch, of course. Um, and then afterwards, at the end, we'll discuss, was the best episode at that good? Mm-hmm. You know, like, does it stand out, you know, in our minds? And was the worst episode that bad? Yeah. You know, because sometimes you do get great shows with just really crappy episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Twin Peaks has a few. Yeah. And then we'll discuss, on top of that, you know, especially if it's a series that neither one of us have watched. That's something I really want us to do is... You know, we're definitely going to run across some. I mean, that's going to be hard, but yeah. Yeah. We're definitely going to find ones that we've at least watched an episode or two, of course. Um, But I'd like to see, you know. Scandal. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) If if you guys really want us to do Scandal, we'll do Scandal. How to Get Away with Murder. There you go. Um, I'd like to kind of keep to, like, more of the sci-fi theme if we can. But I'll, you know, whatever. Um, But then if it's, especially if one of us hadn't watched much of it, the question then will be, having watched the best and worst would you want to watch the full series yeah so let's say for example i i don't know about you Britt, but i haven't watched much doctor who oh, i all. have at all yeah
0: so like if we would pick doctor who and we watched the best episode i don't know what that is i'm sure there's um well it's uh, it's not one of the old seasons i can tell you that <laughs> yeah and then one of the worst which the question is then also which, probably a probably from one. like
1: the 70s era, 60s era, Mm -hmm. Um, then the question is, would you want to watch the full series? And then we debate that.
0: And uh, And, I mean, obviously, if if we have seen it, we'll have to take that into account. Oh, of course.
1: Well, I guess at that point, it could be, would you want to rewatch it? Right. You know, like, because there's some shows, like, I loved Lost when it was on at first. And then, you know, the ending just really turned me off. I've said that too many times on here. But I guess the question would be, would I want to rewatch the series? Have it, you know, right now in my mind, the answer would probably be no. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, maybe after watching the best episode and the worst, and I'm like, you know what? This show, I really liked this show. I would want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. So we want to start doing that hopefully this summer. Britt and I have already kind of thrown out the idea. We want to start with The Twilight Zone because mm-hmm. we both love that show. I have not seen every episode.
0: Yeah, no, me neither. And I probably haven't <laughs> watched the worst episode, the best probably. I mean, I have episodes that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they're but we'll have to see. The worst. Once
1: again, the best and worst will not be in our opinion. We're yep. going to go to the internet. We're going to look at as many lists as we can to see, like, okay, everybody's saying Eye of the Beholders" the best mm-hmm. episode. Well,
0: what we could do, um, if it's something that we have seen before, we could say what our personal favorite episodes are. Right. And our personal least favorite ones. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, if we can tie that in as well. Yep. But it's a new series we want to gonna keep running with that. We're thinking right now the – working title is Champs versus Chumps. Champs versus Chumps. Uh, yeah. maybe something like It Won't Turn Off or IWTO yeah. presents this.
0: And then obviously over the summer we're going to be trying to do more video stuff on Game the Play YouTube Play. channel with games and yeah. such. So that'll be fun. That'll be exciting maybe, hopefully I hope Yeah. It yeah, c- have, it, it works. We have the technology now. Yeah, we have a lot of to ideas make it happen.
1: with that of what we kinda want to do. So expect a lot of visual content and We'll we'll
0: do these um, television in audio format. Yeah, so that you can so, watch them along um, like we do the movies. Like we do the movies. Because I think it works pretty well mm-hmm. for yeah, most I agree. people anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, so we'll do that. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. Yeah. Keep an eye out for our Facebook page. We'll put more there. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with some discussion. premier sports talk show here on 88.9. I mean, that's
2: safe to say because we're the only sports talk show on 88.9. I'm not going to ask tubby. you to
1: spell that because I'm pretty sure we'll be here for
0: the next 30 minutes.
1: It's okay, Tyler. It's all right. When you grow up and put your big boy pants
0: on. Don't miss a minute of the action with the morning after. Weekday mornings from 9 to 10 right here on WFSC. Tyler Trumbauer and his team have the latest in Scott sports as well as a breakdown of current college and professional seasons every weekday morning on 88.9 WFSE Fighting Scots Radio. Are you fans of Smokey Robinson, Luther Vandross, Jill Scott, and Aaliyah, and other well-known R&B artists? If so, listen to the Quiet Storm featuring DJ CR3. This isn't your new age R&B. This is your parents' R&B. Soft and warm, the Quiet Storm Tuesday nights from seven to nine p.m. on WFSC 88.9 Fighting Scotts Radio.
1: Hello and welcome back again. Again.
0: So much. Thank you.
1: Um, so, Britton, I wanted to kind of introduce this because it came – well, it didn't really come to me. It but came to you in a dream? It came to me in a YouTube.
0: Um, so not a dream.
1: Not a dream. I mean, so
0: it's, a, it's a dream without a dream. That's slightly more disappointing,
1: um, though. Yeah, it is. It should have come to me in a dream. Um, so uh, we're not going to discuss the series that I'm about to bring up. But uh, there's a YouTube channel, uh, Epic Rap Battles of History. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. Some of them are pretty we good. You probably have. You've like, probably seen it's, one. It's
0: hard to avoid them. I don't really like them very much. Yeah, they're not
1: my favorite. There are some that are really bad. Then there's a few that are pretty good. The general idea of the channel is they just pit two people in history or a lot more now. They've been fictional characters, it seems. Yeah. And as the channel implies, they put them in a rap battle against each other.
0: It's like Deadliest Warriors, but with
1: words. Yeah, but with words, and they don't necessarily pick a winner at the end.
0: And Usually, it's no whoever. There's no like gets terrible CG line. battle at the end of the episode either. Yeah, remember Deadliest Warriors on Spike? I, kind of, I
1: it was a crap show, I but hated I liked it, it. But
0: I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I I watched it every episode. Oh,
1: I got I got excited for it. Yeah. It was dumb. There was like, a, they they made a fighting game that was terrible. They did, and I bought that. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I bought that because I <laughs> I knew I had like leftover back when Microsoft Space Points. Yeah, 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 I had those extra points and I bought it. Um anyway, um but why I'm bringing that series up is today their newest one is um George R R Martin, you know, the author of Game of Thrones versus J R, R. Tolkien, the author of Lord of the Rings. So, I watched it, it was okay. I that's not what this is about. Um <laughs> back to the matter at hand. So, I really thought the interesting thing is The discussion of Game of Thrones versus Lord of the Rings itself,
0: right? Um, Because they do have kind of similar inspirations, um, yeah. Obviously, for sure. Yeah. Uh, So I thought Britain
1: and I, why don't we jump into this? We'll give our thoughts on it. I I think we should bring up specific areas to look at. Yeah. Not just like, oh, I like Lord of the Rings more. I like story,
0: characters, setting. Um. Impact. impact. Cultural impact. Yeah,
1: there you go. There we go. Um, so I wanted to start off by acknowledging um, I am not a huge Game of Thrones fan, and that's not because I don't want to be. I don't have HBO. I know Britain gave me his HBO Go login last summer. Yeah. I was busy last summer. A lot of things came up. I also have a niece that runs around the house, so I always don't, you know, not all the time, but quite often. She's just always running. She's constantly. always there. She's always there. <laughs> Uh, love her to death, but, you know, it's one of those things that I can't really put on the show that has nudity and violence when she's there. So It's fine. But I've watched probably, I'll say a handful of episodes, probably about five. Okay. At least five episodes, but of the first season, which is not, I know, I know I'm behind by a ton. But in amongst that time, just because of the sites I follow on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, I've pretty much gotten the general idea of what's happening. With Game of Thrones currently, uh, I don't know the characters as well. I mean, obviously, the yeah. obvious ones like Jon Snow. I know, like, who doesn't know Jon Snow, He except he knows nothing. Um, I had to fit that in. I'm sorry, Brenton. You already hate me. But <laughs> he's giving me a, a death glare here. Um, So I just wanted that to be acknowledged that I do know Game of Thrones, but not – definitely not to the extent that britain does.
0: Yeah. I wanted that acknowledgment out there. Okay. Okay. Solid. Solid. So then let's start off, I guess, then, um, characters. Characters. Characters of Game of Thrones versus characters in the Lord of the Rings. Um,
1: so I think we this isn't like who would win in a fight. No. We're not doing that. No. It's just which has likability, I guess.
0: likeability interest factor, right. is pretty important, I would think. Um, I mean, I think Game of Thrones has some interesting characters, but there's, the yeah. the thing about it is that they're all human, right? Um, yeah. In Lord of the Rings, obviously, there's dwarves, there's hobbits, there's elves. There's a lot of diversity. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot more diversity in cast and stuff, right? Um, Not
1: necessarily racial diversity.
0: No, but that but. being said, Game of Thrones does have a lot of powerful female characters. Yeah, where I, Lord of the Rings does not as much.
1: Yeah, I mean you have a few. You have um, Arwen. Yeah. Um, you have I can never remember her name from Rohan. Rohan. Mm-hmm. She's the very strong female character that I'm no man. That that woman. Yeah. Yeah. I've forgotten her name. Sorry. I apologize. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa from Rohan. Um, personally for me, I have, to, I have to say for that one, it's gotta be Lord of the Rings. I mean, to me, it, as you said, there's the diversity, you have this whole, you know, you have elves, you've got dwarves, you know, even, even the villains I think are very diverse. Cause even <laughs> you've got trolls, you've got orcs, you've got orkai, you know, you yeah. ring race, you Ringwraith, know, there's a lot cool. of diversity in amongst the cast itself, and the core characters, I I truly like a lot. Um, I mean, Frodo gets a little bit whiny, yeah. but you know, like Aragon, Legolas, Gimli, Gandalf, of course. They're yeah, I characters. think
0: they're they're iconic. Um, Pippin. More so. Shout out to Pippin, Sam. <laughs> I think that the the characters Lord of the Rings are more. Um, Impactful, I guess. And, right. And but then again, recognizable, it's but it has been around longer, exactly. With Game of Thrones, like, people know the main cast. Yeah. Um, just from pop culture. I mean, and a references lot of people. And stuff, so. lo- people love Jon Snow. People love Jon Snow just love... because he's the main character, basically, yep. of the show, anyway. Of the show. They love Khaleesi. They love Khaleesi because sh- for sure. you should. Um, they love Tyrion. Who doesn't
1: love Hodor? The lovable. Lovable Hodor.
0: Hodor, <laughs> that's right. what Ren's
1: gonna say about Hodor.
0: Um, is Hodor. Tyrion's Tyrion. l- great. You know, people know that character. So they
1: have strong. I I am not gonna I'm not gonna say that like Lord of the Rings blows Game of the Thrones out of water no. Because on both there.
0: sides there's very they have strong written characters. characters. Yeah, and
1: you're right. I will give Game of Thrones that they have stronger female characters. Right. For sure. Because you know, there's more of them. There's, there's more of them more
0: and of each them. of them get things done. Yeah. Khaleesi's, you know, she's trying to unite all the kingdoms which Especially no Especially I've heard before. in the newest season they yeah. really kind of were like um, first episode. Brienne of Tarth is incredible. Mm-hmm. She's great. Sansa is great in mm-hmm. other ways too. Like, all of them have something about them. Yeah,
1: for the most part in Lord of the Rings the female characters are just supporting characters. Yeah. You know, even somebody that's from the lore, very powerful like Lady Galadriel. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do anything. She's you just kind of there. She's kind of like the Santa Claus of the story. She just like you get a gift and you get a gift. You get some exposition. You
0: get to sit here for a while
1: and look and back. Bye. So, Peace. Do so. So as far as female characters go, one hundred percent Lord and uh, not Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> Game of Thrones for sure. Yeah.
1: I think characters overall, though, I I have to say Lord of the Rings.
0: hmm So yeah. then, just overall story. The story. Um, okay. Um, I mean, Lord of the Rings is a very classic hero's tale. It's the hero's journey, journey yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's that about it. Mm-hmm. Um, It's fine at times, very slow. Right.
1: I think the problem with Lord of the Rings, I do, I love the story. I do. But it's very predictable because yeah. it's the hero's journey. You yeah. know, it's... Even when one of the good guys die, except for um, Boromir, Sean Bean dies in both. Just think about that. That's true. Um, Spoilers, obviously. Oh, he's um,
0: also—I don't think we talked about this—but he's in the Final Fantasy XV movie. Oh. As the main character's dad, so probably gonna probably gonna die.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sean Bean. (laughs) But you know, even when Gandalf dies in Lord of the Rings, he comes back. Yeah. So none of the good guys die. Which, I don't know if that's what has to happen. Like, I'm almost annoyed now with the trend that, like, oh, one of the main good guys has to die in a story.
0: And then they don't. And then they don't, really. reasons. Because reasons. That's why I just like the TV show Walking Dead. Right. Because the it's just. one whole disaster. Just multiple reasons. Just yeah. They They will not kill off a main character because of how popular it is. Right. Whereas Game of Thrones is popular because...
1: It's like, oh, you love that person? Well, bye.
0: A.K.A. Renly, yeah. one of my favorite characters who dies very, yeah. very quickly. Very quickly. Um, for no reason. Well, it's for a reason, but...
1: But I have to say... So, I find Lord of the Rings very predictable. I yeah. mean, this isn't to belittle Tolkien's, in, you know, like, immense work that went into this. I mean, he crafted this world. Yeah, and really I think kind of,
0: well. it really did set the standard for most fantasy oh, yeah, things, you know. Like, till today, really, like
1: Yeah, and I mean I guess we can talk about that when we get to cultural impact. Yeah. But you know, you're right, but kinda of now when you see elves in a fantasy thing, they're not short little, you know, whatever. They're these tall, elegant, highly intelligent people. Yeah. You know, that Tolkien kind of pushed that forward. hmm You know, he kind of set the standard for what you think of when you think of elves, dwarves, you know, yeah, these fantasy elements. Yeah, with mountain
0: faring, like inside, underground, strong, stout people. Yeah, elves, I mean, a lot of elegant,
1: a lot of fantasy elements you see today, you can tie to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean, you know, even just Hearthstone. Like a lot of mm-hmm. things in there. Yeah, World of Warcraft which is, is very of Warcraft. heavily
0: inspired, obviously, by yeah. Lord of the Rings. And
1: y- you can see that. You yeah. know, it is, there's a lot of connection there. But I have to say just for the story itself, not necessarily – that might tie more into setting, what I was talking about. Um, I'd have to say Game of Thrones because it's not predictable. You it's, know? it's
0: unpredictable. Um, sometimes it's, that's its fault is right. that it's too you know, all over the place. But I think the books definitely do a much right. better job of that, I think, of making sure that while things do happen seemingly at random – Mm-hmm. There's motivations behind it, and pe- oh, people yeah, aren't and- just being killed to be killed, which yeah. is how sometimes it feels in the show. Right. Um, but that's just because they, at this point, they're just working off um, right nothing because at this point in time, the the show has gone further than the books in most mm-hmm. respects. Yeah, um, because the book isn't out yet. Right, the last two, three, the last three books aren't finished and probably won't be finished ever, <laughs> ever. Um,
1: <laughs> um so. Whereas Lord of the Rings, even when I was a kid and I saw Fellowship of the Ring mm-hmm. in theaters, which, like, you got to pack a lunch. <laughs> yeah. um, when you're a kid. When yeah. you're a kid, at least. It felt so long. But in a good way. Um, unlike The Hobbit.
0: Um, Are we bringing up The Hobbit, too? Um, no. Unless we're going to use it for negative it's things. It's the same story, really. Just... Really? Just... Not as good, mm,
1: yeah. Um, but even when I was a kid, and I you saw you know Gandalf get killed in there, like I didn't believe it then. I was like, no, he's coming back, like he's. And I, I'm like, I don't even know how old I was when Fellowship of the Ring came back, but out, but I was like, he's coming back, like Gandalf's not dead. Like let's be real. I
0: hope you said it just like that. I hope I did little, just like little, little mm, tiny voice hurl. drops like eight yeah. octaves.
1: Like he's coming back. Come on, <laughs> be real. Balrog? Yeah, right.
0: So, um, that's that's one apiece if we're so keeping yeah. track. So, setting now. Setting?
1: That one's tough. I say, yeah. I would say of all of them so far, that one's probably the closest tie. Well, I think... Because I think they both craft these worlds so well. They are
0: so well realized.
1: Like, and, like, especially the individual locations.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, they're done so well. Mm-hmm. And the culture of these different societies in both is well
0: thought out. Mm-hmm. I think where, um, honestly, I think, like, Lord of the Rings, obviously, every single location, every road, mm. every pe- pebble that they pass over has yeah. had some thought put <laughs> into it. Has a back lore to yeah, it. Yeah, but... That
1: rock actually was the
0: rock. Yeah, that... there's, like, seven pages devoted to yeah. it, but... I think Game of Thrones takes that style mm-hmm. and expands it, which mm-hmm. is why I think I'm going to say Game of Thrones because it's the it is the classic high fantasy medieval setting. Right. But there's also these bustling cities and these unique peoples that mm. inhabit each one. There's right. entirely different cultures being shown at the same time. Mm. There's really like really interesting lore um behind every single city mm-hmm. every major location you have the wall you have right the sea that hasn't been explored like there's just there's a lot of mystery to it still right and which think, is fun which is fun yeah and i think that's something that lord of the rings we can kind of everyth- everything everything has been fit like piece together
1: yeah it's interesting because that that actually kind of messed me up that you brought that up in a good way because I my I was gonna say I, I'm gonna stick with Lord of the Rings on this one but I think you brought up a good point is the mystery is kind of what makes the setting still yeah because Lord of the Rings while it's fantasy you know it still feels like there's it feels like everything's been realized mm-hmm. it's like
0: oh yeah you know I know about this that and you know th- you know
1: like even even things that probably should be things of myth and legend, because you know, they, like... Because
0: there isn't much mention of things outside of Middle-earth.
1: Right, yeah, you know, even on the map, when you look at Middle-earth, there's an area beyond Mordor. Yeah. So what's over there? I mean, I guess there is that mystery, but it's not mentioned. It's not like,
0: mm-hmm. It's oh, not like you have any idea as to what is there. They
1: treat Mordor like that's the end of the earth over yeah. there. And For the them, yeah, the other side. Yeah, it is. But... There isn't talk of a mystery. The only mystery, really, in Lord of the Rings, which I think is even expanded on and explained in the uh, Samarillion. Samarillion. Samarillion is, um.
0: Is the Undying Land? Yeah.
1: That's the only thing that's kind of a mystery, but it's still
0: explained because a lot of the main characters end up there. Yeah, by like the pretty much the story.
1: Everybody near the end of their time goes to the Undying Land that you care about. Um. So yeah, I, I'd i agree with you. I, I was going to defend because I think Tolkien does do a fantastic
0: job of like... Well, and I think it's worth saying that we wouldn't, we probably may not have this expansive setting Game of Thrones has if Lord of the Rings didn't what, have what it right. had.
1: But I agree, it, it took that formula and expanded upon it. Yeah. Um, because I think he does such a great job of like, these are the elves, and he has like their whole history mm-hmm. figured out. And they have their very own... It's a developed culture. Like yeah. you could probably do a research paper on just the cultural heritage of like these different civilizations in Lord of the Rings.
0: And with Game of Thrones, you could have entire you know you could have the same thing with like yeah. the people of Braavos versus the people of Westeros. Right. Um, the people of King's Rock versus the people of Pike. Like, right. There's they're expanded upon not as much as mm-hmm. like the Elven and the Dwarven culture in oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings, yes. but there's just so much. Oh yeah. And there's so much interaction between each of them too mm-hmm. that I think is is exciting.
1: Now I just want to specify real quick for probably a couple of potential people listening. They're like, yeah, but in the Simerilian it says this that you know I'm when I'm talking Lord of the Rings I'm thinking specifically Fellowship of the Ring. Two Towers, Return of the King. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking of. I'm sh- I know there's a ton of other stuff, and especially in the Sumerian, it's basically the Lord of the Rings Bible. <laughs> like everything you'd want to know is in that, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sticking to just what we saw, mainly on film, with those, and then the three books. Mm-hmm. So, but I I'd agree. If I think the lack of mystery gives the Game of Thrones a slight edge there just because everything I think is too figured out in Lord Mm -hmm. of the Rings. Like there's not even these things of legend and mystery like smog, which I know is I know is the Hobbit. Um, You know and um, She-Lob even too. You know like it's not just like what is this mysterious thing that might live up up there? Is like, oh, yeah, that's Sheed she's you know, whatever, and has, like, a whole backstory, and you know everything about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, before you even meet it. And it's yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, like, there's
1: nothing still of, like, I don't know what happens if we go beyond Mordor. Right. Like, those are the lands we don't talk about. You know, there's not a mystery, like you said, with the sea or, you know, some of the other stuff. Beyond the Wall is the Beyond the, the big Wall, one. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, there you go. So that's two for Game of Thrones, one for for Lord of the Rings. One for Lord of the Rings. But impact, I think... Cultural
1: impact, I think, has to go to Lord of the Rings. I think it
0: has to, mostly because... Game of Thrones wouldn't be... Game of of Thrones wouldn't exist without without Lord of the Rings. Elder Scrolls wouldn't exist without Lord of the Rings. Warcraft wouldn't exist. Warcraft wouldn't exist without Lord of the Rings. Tolkien did a great
1: job of setting up the modern fantasy idea. Yeah.
0: As I said, his his
1: depiction of elves Dungeons and, dwarves, and Dragons wouldn't exist Dungeons without Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> the i was de- just going to say that. You know, his depiction of elves, dwarves, orcs, you know, all these things that you expect out of this, you know, style of fantasy. Yeah. I mean, Harry Potter wouldn't exist without Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. either. I mean, uh J.K. Rowling has said herself that she based a ton of her stuff off of it.
0: Because it's just at this point like it's the Lord standard. of the Rings is the standard of fantasy characters it's like if
1: you can't expand on what lord of the rings did then you're not really a fantasy epic
0: yeah you know
1: if it's you know the the giant spiders you know like all these things that were present and are such a part of fantasy genre today is in lord of the rings yeah you know like gosh I'm, i'm just thinking specifically from like because I've been playing Hearthstone a lot. Thanks, Britain. You're welcome for for ruining my life. Um, just like a lot of the cards in there, like you can look at them and be like, "Oh, that's a ward. Yeah. That's a that's an eagle. Mm-hmm. That's an ant. You know. That's you like you see all these things that it's just done and it's expanded on. And so that one it has to like I, I as much as Game of Thrones rules current current pop culture pop right. culture. I mean like. How many memes do you see of, like, winter is coming? Too many to the point to, where
0: it's kind of annoying. To where it's annoying but, or,
1: you know, I know the whole mystery surrounding Jon Snow, which I won't go into. Oh, no, he's alive.
0: Well, yeah, I, I saw that, but I didn't know
1: <laughs> if people didn't want to see that yet. No,
0: we talked about that on the podcast already. Did we? Yeah. I mean,
1: we had our discussion, but didn't he just – they officially confirm it in the last episode? Yes. Okay, anyway <laughs> – I think I mentioned a spoiler warning earlier, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, you
0: That's fine. But like, He's still quote-unquote dead in the books, though. But he's, Yeah, he's but
1: alive. you see this huge thing there, you know, like, especially on the Internet. Like, I don't know how many times I've seen, you know, like, oh, here's Tony Stark and the House of Stark. You yeah. know, like, all those kind of things. Like, you'll have different people and be like, oh, what Game of Thrones house would they be a part of? I'm mm-hmm. Baratheon. I'd haven't taken it. the Fury, man. There you go. Um, so you know, it it does. I can't say there it like there definitely is and ha- will have a huge cultural impact. Yeah, for sure going forward. But like, once again, it wouldn't be around if it wasn't for Lord
0: of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's so a, it appears to be a tie. A two v two. Do we have a tiebreaker? I think we should have a tiebreaker. What the
1: tiebreaker? Tie who would win in a fight? Okay. Tolkien or Martin. <laughs> if they're gonna fight if they're gonna throw down. Martin's old and Portly. Yeah, so I mean so is Tolkien. Tolkien's dead. <laughs>
0: but in their prize. He, he has undead advantage. Yeah. Um No, that's dumb, because 'cause it'd be Tolkien. I mean we could Tolkien do, fought in World One. Like, main character, I guess. Like We go with the one Frodo versus... Um, See, if you're going to say, like, Jon Snow,
1: then I don't say that. I would say it's Aragorn versus Jon Snow.
0: Aragorn and Jon Snow would be... They're the same character. Yeah, they're so, basically <laughs> the same character. So, like, the whole Night's Watch is based off of the... um Them. The guys. The, like, the uh, Ryder? Yeah. yeah, that's the word Strider? I'm gonna Strider? Strider, I mean? Yeah. There you go. I was like, what? I can't remember this word, but I know it's good. <laughs> What is a good tiebreaker there? Um, I don't know, like, a big bad? Big bad, so Sauron... Sauron versus the Whites, I guess? I guess. Like, they're infinite in potential and power. The White Walkers? The White Walkers, yeah. Like, they can just make new ones and spread their evil as, as needed, really. True. They grow, um
1: orcs though. Mm-hmm. They like find them underground.
0: It's yeah. a very strange. There's that well, strange. There's, scene there's there. like a whole bunch of stuff in the north that just you can't get to because of the wall and because of the white walkers. Mm-hmm. So like there was a whole civilization there at one mm-hmm. point. And then they that, uh, they had to move south because of right. like, this threat. Yeah. I don't
1: know, that's an interesting one because I'd have to say to me I'd have to say Lord of the Rings. Yeah,
0: I think Sauron's more just
1: because I mean, of the diversity. Because he's got the Ring race and mm-hmm. the Nazgul and he's a proper Saruman. warlord. Yeah, he you know the orukai, the Orcs, the goblins.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's a proper warlord. But you the... got the mountain trolls. Mm-hmm. He's got a diverse okay, army. Man. What if? I mean, I guess the point of a tiebreaker is to break the tie, so. Yeah, <laughs> but um, Khaleesi. Okay. With her army, with her dragons. Okay, her dragon army. With the Starks when she gets them, which is inevitably going to happen. Okay. Um, Versus Sauron and Sauron's army.
1: Well, see, that's the problem with these kind of battles. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's a who would win in a fight type of thing, which I feel like we were inevitably going to come to, is... It always comes, in these situations, because technically speaking, Sauron can't be destroyed unless they take the one ring to the fires of Mount Doom, right. which is the same reason why a fight between one that I've had for years, Darth Vader, and Voldemort always annoys me because people are like, well, Vader would have to destroy all the Horcruxes, and I'm like... Stop! I hate when there's a technicality of why it would yeah. beat it, but then it's... The Eye of Sauron doesn't really do anything. It's just kind of there. It's just kind of there. It's just so I don't know. That is that is a little more fair than bad be bad. Yeah. But yeah, I
0: don't know. That was kind of stupid, but <laughs> Well, I don't know, but the it's it would be it would be interesting, I guess.
1: Cuz I could see the Starks kind of being similar to
0: the the core characters would be similar to the people in Frodo's party. Right, that when. Yeah. And three dragons. But I guess
1: the... See, that's the problem, is I think if Frodo didn't take the ring to the Fires of Mount Tomb to destroy it, Sauron would have won. Right. So it almost comes down to the question, is there someone in the Starks that's... I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know what lame technicality that made Frodo the ring bearer. Like, someone pure of heart or something? Well, that
0: John has the... John and uh, Khaleesi have, and I guess, I think people assume Tyrion, are the three-headed dragon. I'm going to use three fingers for the air quotes here. Okay. Because they have um, the blood of the Targaryens and other, except for Khaleesi, she's pure Targaryen. Mm-hmm. But the like legend is that the three-headed dragon will unite the kingdom. The Seven Nations the Army. The Seven, yeah, the Seven <laughs> Nation Army. With Jack White.
1: With Jack White. And then they figure out that the hardest button, to button is your belly button. <laughs>
0: Surprise. So who wins? Uh, My therapist. You know what?
1: I'm gonna go lame here. Okay. I'm gonna go lame. You know okay. who wins? We win. <laughs> we and win. That's that's the
0: journey that we. D- I think I think I think what today. we've done
1: is we've proven that both are. Extremely solid franchise. Oh yeah. I don't know yeah. if we need one to win over the other one. No. You know, it's one of those things. As we said, Lord of the Rings' impact will is going to be hard to be rivaled
0: by anything. By anything, I yeah. would say
1: Star Wars. Star Wars. But, but that's just that's sci-fi. But that's sci-fi. It's so. uh, a fantasy. Yeah. But you know, but then you said, as we said, Lord of the Rings, I think has better characters and more impact. I mean, we could but just leave it as a, at a tie. I say we leave it as a tie. But I think not. they're both fantastic fantasy um, franchises yeah. that are beloved by many people. It's also a difference of two. I mean, you have technically more content with Game of Thrones because yeah. it's a show as opposed to a mo- you know three movies.
0: movies and three books. Well, and I guess there's. There's people who who would argue either side because, you know, Lord of the Rings, it's kind of like.
1: There are people that are hugely passionate about
0: both. Well, the thing about Lord of the Rings is that there's, I mean, that's why it's worth there's good in the world in <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings. That's true. And there Game is. of Thrones is more like real life. It's, yeah, so. it's. It's,
1: yeah, and I think they're hugely successful because they perfectly fit with the times that
0: they were, they were meant made, for. Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: Lord of the Rings, it was. During World War II, and mm-hmm. you had this huge evil that needed to be faced, Tolkien couldn't have told his story the way that
0: Lord of the Rings— I mean, that the Game, Game of, Game of Thrones. Thrones does. No, because then it would have just been more it's depressing. depressing. Yeah. You, know,
1: you, you needed him to say, like, here's this extreme evil, but even the littlest of people, the hobbits, can make a difference, mm-hmm. can defeat this evil. And that's why that, it was so successful then, and that's why it still has such an impact on people today. Game of Thrones, you know... You to, win
0: or you die, man.
1: You win or you die. And in many ways, our society now... Gosh, look at what we're diving into now. Um, is set up in a way that... I don't want to say people are hopeless, because they're not. But it's... There's a lot of harsh realities right now.
0: Yeah, there's, there's an accepted level of... The good guys
1: don't always win.
0: Apathy, anymore. I guess, yeah. in a lot of situations.
1: Unfortunately... The good guys don't always win. You know, like there's a lot of tragedy. Even your favorite people don't stick around and I think that's why it's so successful today. Yeah. Wow, we got we got in. We got in, Britton. That's
0: what you asked for.
1: I told you, I thought it would be good and it was. (laughs) More of the story, we all win.
0: Because we're gonna in the it. in the we're, game of
1: Throne Rings. We have good ideas. Let's the Lord let's of in. the Lord of the Thrones. Lord of the Thrones. Yep. Sure. Crossover event. Gandalf becomes best friends with Khaleesi, and they go on I a lovely dragon ride. Okay. Sure. And somebody's gonna be naked because it's Game of Thrones. Not Gandalf. Gandalf. Please, <laughs> I don't want to see Gandalf <laughs> it's, naked. It's Gandalf. Cerey <laughs> McKellen, I love you. Keep your clothes on. <laughs> And with that. And with that, that's our last regular podcast of, of the semester. semester yeah. I mean, quote unquote regular, the discussion was kinda new. Um but tomorrow, see? We doing tomorrow or Thursday. Uh whichever. Okay. Either tomorrow or Thursday we're gonna do our last thing we wanna do for the semester. I, I think a lot of people really liked our movie. Commentaries that we've done,
0: yeah. Um, except for the visitor, because I didn't even like the visitor. <laughs> yeah, except I didn't like the visitor either. <laughs> that was bad. We're not
1: going to go as obscure this time. We're gonna. We've both said Mortal Kombat, especially yeah. after we set up our Mortal Kombat fighting teams. I either think Mortal
0: Kombat do... or Armageddon, either one.
1: Yeah, one of the Mortal Kombat movies. I own
0: Armageddon, so. Okay, we well, do you do have that. it here? It's in Chris's office.
1: Okay, yeah. Then let's just do that one. We'll do Armageddon, um, not not the Bruce Willis movie, but mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll make fun of it, and then we'll we'll call it for the semester. But then the summertime, once again, we're gonna pick up. summer, summer summertime. Yes, with Ooh, some interesting stuff there. Summertime.
0: Thank yep. You. So that's it. This has been a uh, good episode. A beautiful adventure. I'm calling it now. What? I'm calling it now. This has been a good episode. This
1: is. It's been good. I I enjoyed it personally. I'm gonna got, probably listen to it tonight. Not only
0: did we get exceedingly deep with Call of Duty, we got but created real life parallels for both Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. We See, could have written a whole thesis on we,
1: this. We could have written a thesis on this. So, <laughs> I'm sure it's that take, done I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they both exist. Yeah. Already. Um, okay. But there you go. So don't say you don't ever learn anything. We're an educational experience. <laughs> Is yeah, it gag. stuff you can use later in life? Hmm? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe if you want to write a thesis, that's probably already been done. But by us. By Maybe. Us. Maybe. At least quote us. Use us as a reference in your thesis. Yeah, you
0: can quote podcasts now on Purdue Owl.
1: Yeah, see, Purdue Owl says you can, but it won't turn off in your thesis. There you go. You know, put us in your thesis. An easy A. Second step, third (laughs) step, profit.
0: It's an easy A for everyone. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. So we'll see. We'll be back either tomorrow or Thursday. Yep. Bye. Bye.